0: Welcome back to the original Box Set Shadowrun podcast. While Odysseus and Gears have been busy with their rat-catching job, other runners have been making the most of their downtime as well. This episode we're following Sunny Day. She's got a date with Phantom Dragon, the arsonist responsible for torching three safe houses. The orc woman is surprisingly forthcoming with information about who hired her and why she stopped. Sunny, with some help from Trollface, follows the lead she was given only to find a new, gruesome twist in the investigation. Our GM is Max, and he's layering on the mystery over who's really behind the arsons. Sunny Day is the fixer in training, and face played by Cassie. We hope you enjoy listening.
1: <laughs> Alright.
0: Oh, dice dump!
1: It's not that loud. Okay. Yeah. And this overshirt's gotten worn. Take it off
2: not that kind of podcast cassie oh i'm sorry we are <laughs> it will be now
1: look at that oh yeah suspenders suspenders
2: oh it gets me every time
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm so glad all right wow so where's sunny where is sunny um probably yeah because
2: at the moment i have no clue where sunny is i gotta get my character sheet. Character sheet acquired. <laughs>
1: The last we left off with you, you had kicked Nick to his own place.
2: Well, actually, we split the group because uh she had to go to work the next day with some patients, and Nick wanted to continue with his stakeout shenanigans, and that's the last time we spoke. She was, uh, so how that really how much time has passed cuz that's kind of the
1: important part It was probably going to be um at least 2 or 3 days before you hooked up with your new friend
2: Oh yeah cuz it was going to be next the next week
1: The next week she said I'm booked this weekend
2: Yeah so we were going what to What was her name again Her name is Phantom Dragon Phantom Dragon Yes
1: What a very interesting name for someone Your parents have to be very Eclectic.
2: I <laughs> nape. Now all I can think of is framing dragon.
1: Framing dragon. <laughs> Alright, so, uh, yeah, it was gonna be some time. Do we, do you have anything you wanna do before meeting up with her and having lunch?
2: Let's see. So I'll have a weekend, and so maybe I can take Adrian out and do some urban exploration for funsies. Okay. Cause, you know, he's been all cooped up in school and whatever. And I don't think that we've let him really go out on any runs
1: Not since. that we
2: know of.
1: <laughs> Not since. Um,
2: Not since he fucked up. Yeah. Teenagers. Ugh.
1: Okay. Uh, what part of urban exploring do you want to do with him?
2: Hmm. Well, I'm pretty sure there's like a new underground section. Uh, that's not um, taken over by orcs and metahumans. Yeah. Yeah, you know, like one of the uh, larger buildings in the Barrens collapsed and it revealed some new and interesting architecture underneath. So that's where we would go. Okay. Yeah. And then, you yeah. know it's just casual i would say like it's nothing like the competition that she went through before to get to the top of the building with other people
1: that was money involved that
2: was money involved this is for fun okay and oh yeah adrian is her um babysitting job by the way cuz i don't think we've really talked about that
1: yeah let's take a quick moment to talk about adrian
2: so adrian was the um the kid that we rescued from
1: Horizon. From her
2: Horizon, uh, child soldier genetics facility. It's cause somebody paid us a lot of money to get him out. And now they are, that person is trying to get their shit together so they can leave uh, with the kid. And so we've got like in another couple months of basically babysitting this kid who is a, uh, you know, is like what, 15, 16? And he's been cooped up, like, his whole life in this, you know, medical facility, and now he's realizing all of the things that he's missed out on, and he really wants to take advantage of it. All his stuff, all the time. So, it's been more kind of, it's been a, a, a balancing act, um, as far as, like, keeping him safe and hidden, because he's worth millions, And, uh, you know, making sure that he doesn't go insane and just run away from us because, uh, because both of those two scenarios are, are horrible. So it's a, it's a fine balance where we get to play a parental role or something. So shadow running parents, I don't know if that's like the best thing ever, but it could be the best thing ever for somebody. So, (laughs) so yeah.
1: Yeah. All right. So. Uh, and this was a job that you took with Trollface
2: mm-hmm.
1: And uh, it's he, actually
2: Trollface who hired me to hire a team to go and get the kid.
1: And now it's his job to sit on the kid, but he's hired you to assist in a sort of uh, by proxy situation. Yes, because you guys are in a because he
2: yes, because if he had to do it by himself, the kid would be in a cell tied up all the time. And that's that's just not helpful. Well, I mean, he
1: did try getting that dwarf explosives expert to help.
2: Yeah, he did try. But that that guy doesn't work out. He, you know, he sleeps like half the day. And the other half he's drinking.
1: So you are going to take Adrian and go do some exploring where? In that cavernous uh, area of the Baron's underground subterranean maybe (sighs) train... Depot, or maybe it was a part of uh, a basement to a...
2: um I'm thinking that it was probably if there, I don't know much about like the actual geography in Seattle, but if there had options for like subway lines and stuff, it might have been like an abandoned subway station that's underneath that was just built on top of something. Or it could be, you know, just an interesting cave system. Or it could be like a building that was like basically built over, you know. Because there was a volcano
1: that erupted and buried part of the city. Yeah, so yeah.
2: I'll let you decide.
1: We will say that it is a subterranean train station. I like that idea, so okay. we'll work with that one.
2: It could be like one of those old, you know how, because there's several in New York City, like in real life, that are not used anymore because of how they were designed, but they're still, like, super fancy. But now, with the way that modern um, subways are designed, they can't ride through there, so they were shut down and boarded up and closed off.
1: That sounds like a really good reference to use. So, um, I can definitely see the two of you heading out during the weekend to do some spelunking. Is that the right word to use, spelunking? Using ropes and climbing up and down? Or is spelunking only for mountains?
2: No, no, that would be appropriate.
1: Okay. Do we want to go through the role playing of that or just kind of say that it happened and move on?
2: I mean, it's kind of a little bit outside, so, it, you know, unless you think something crazy is going to happen there, I mean, this is just like fluff.
1: I would definitely say nothing crazy is going to happen because, well, there's you, there's Adrian. If a fight actually did happen or something terrible happened, I'm pretty sure the two of you can handle yourselves. But this is not like it's a, going into a place where it's, oh my goodness, you're just going to die if you go here. Right.
2: Hit. This is more like, this is exploration. If, you know, if we find people who have already been like, this is our turf, get out. We'll be like, okay, sorry, we were just, you know, coming to check it out. You know, and then she could play up her, uh, faceness and negotiate their way out of it, so.
1: But we will have this chance to have this one conversation while you guys are doing it, and he will ask, well, how's work going? Which work? <laughs> he laughs. The one I'm actually interested in. Sorry, I think your education is great, but I like you-know-what.
2: You don't think that um, dealing with patients is as exciting as Shadowrunning? Some of these people are very interesting.
1: I'm sorry, but your job sounds boring when you sit and talk to people all the time.
2: (laughs) Fair enough. It's going good. Going well.
1: You've been gone a lot lately, so you were doing something. I was helping a friend out. Is is that shadow running? I'll say yes. He
2: smiles. (laughs) It's shadow running, but, you know, this is more along the lines of a favor. Oh. Yeah. One of my friends, one of my oldest friends, he's got himself in a serious trouble. And so I'm trying to dig him out of it because, you know, he dug me out of a really big hole one time, so I kind of owe him.
1: Okay. Well, I know I've mentioned it before, and it wasn't... Nothing was said about it, but I kind of want to bring the subject back up with you and Terrence again. I would really like... And I know that the last time I did, a lot of things happened and kept me from being able to go out and do a run. But I think that... I can prove myself to you two that I can successfully do a run without having too many problems and everything go okay. And I would like that opportunity to do so.
2: How many times did you practice that in the mirror before you asked me? Because that was pretty polished.
1: All right, so you're judging intent on him? Yeah. All right, go ahead, roll. <laughs>
2: My judge intent is that one right there. Uh, okay, thank you. Mm-hmm. Four successes.
1: That's not his words. Your psychology plus your judge intent—you can tell those either he's practiced it tremendous tremendously, or they're not his words. Yeah. Uh, he sits there and goes, "Oh, I—I I just, you know, I've been thinking about it a lot."
2: Yeah. And has somebody been, uh, helping you out with this thinking?
1: Oh, no, 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 of course not.
2: She's gonna give him the side eye.
1: Alright, so you believe he's lying? Yeah. Okay. He stops her. Yes. Well, I, uh, I don't want to be in trouble. I I just don't want to be in trouble.
2: Well, Terrence isn't here, so he's the only one you have to worry about.
1: Well, well, um, I did that job for Simper Sam. And instead of real
2: quick like, <laughs> okay. She's not laughing. She, she's actually, I'm um, trying to remember what job he's even referring to at this point. Wow. So her mind is like, you know, so her face gets like really like that confused look and she's, you know, she's trying to figure out who Simper Sam is, what job he's talking about and this was the this was the pay data grab, right? That we both that I said no to, or that reason. Yeah. No you said no to it, and, and and then we said no to him doing it.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys were offered it, it a no. Uh,
2: <laughs> and, he, and he was like, "But I can do it. I yeah, can do and you this." You guys were like,
1: "No, this guy's a shady individual. <laughs> oh my gosh, we don't like Semper Sam that much. He's got a terrible background." And then. <sighs> And then of course he went out and he did it. And Unless yeah, that's what he's saying.
2: yeah, Sunny is definitely laughing on the inside. So th- there is that, but. So instead she is going to have a bit of a chuckle because that is actually pretty funny because you know, she's trying to figure out how the hell he would have gotten past all of the like little security things and all this kind of stuff that, that uh, Terrence had put up to make sure that he didn't get out again. So, um, she's like, <laughs> oh my!
1: I'm. I, 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 am I in trouble? You're <laughs> laughing. This is not funny.
2: <laughs> how did you? How did it go?
1: Well, you were right about that Sam guy. He was a jerk. He tried to. It was. It was pretty much a setup. Whoever. Somebody knew that it was happening, Mm -hmm. but they weren't expecting someone like me to do the job, so I was able to get the data placed, because that's what he wanted, to put some uh, data chip into a computer in a corporation um, called um, uh, Arcadia Financial something or other.
2: Arcadia Financial?
1: Yeah, yeah, that's the name of it. And I got in, and then... I was able to find the computer, and there was a lot of security. And when I realized that they were looking to get into one particular computer, and it was like they were watching it, I had to find a way to sneak up and plug the chip into the computer without being seen. That was kind of fun, but we required a lot of required a lot of crawling around.
2: You went by yourself?
1: Oh no, I had help. I had other people who helped me break in. I I I've met. Oh. Um I don't want to be in trouble for telling you this, but I've made some contacts
2: you you have made contacts
1: yeah you know, I'm, I mean. at this
2: point and as we're going through, I'm not even uh, keeping my voice low at this point. she's so surprised and you know caught off guard that she's not worried about um being stealthy or you know being heard at this point, so yeah. <laughs>
1: Well, I can make contacts. I mean, it's just talking to people and they gave me numbers and, uh, he reaches down and pulls a self, uh, uh, com link out of his left shoe sock. You know, that's not the comlink link that he, you guys gave him. Yeah. Cause that just... one has lots of programs on it to track stuff.
2: <laughs> so where'd you get that one?
1: I, uh, I bought it with some money that I got on a run. It's a Renraku. So it's like a few thousand.
2: Just some money you got on a run. On this run
1: or a different one? Um. Oh. I, I feel like if I keep talking, it's only making it worse. You know?
2: I, I would be mad if I wasn't so impressed.
1: And his face lights up. Really? Yeah. <laughs> are you going to tell Terrence?
2: I might. Oh. What? You know, I, if he, if he asks, I'll tell him. If he doesn't ask, my lips are sealed.
1: Okay. But you better not
2: get yourself into trouble. You realize that if something happens to you, he's gonna lose his shit.
1: I, I know. I know. I, I understand. But, I mean, I was, it was just fine. I mean, I made a team. You made a team? Yeah. It's some guys I met out in the Redmonds. Ah, okay. Do we get to meet this
2: team? You know, check it up. You know, if you want to pass me over some of their contact information, I can have a friend oh, check I'm, them out and make I'm sure just, they're the legit. No, I, what, I you I don't
1: think that's important. <laughs> Come on, I mean, this is this is my thing. We want to keep you safe.
2: What if this is like some sort of layered thing? They wheel you in, they make them trust, they make you trust them, and then you're back in the system and you're gone. I'm just saying. They. The- You gotta think, like, twelve at 12 levels, you can't just trust everybody just because you put them in as as a a contact.
1: Can I think on that? Before I say yes or no? Yes, you can think on it. Are you mad at me? Does his face look like the face of
2: someone who's mad?
1: No. But you're also really good at hiding that stuff. That's what... That's what Terrence says. (laughs) It was really fun. And we've been on three so far.
2: Three?! Yeah. Oh, my God.
1: You need to tell Terrence that he can't rely on anything from Logitech as far as it goes for the apps and programs. They use the same series of logarithmic codes to actually lock and secure everything. It's not hard to break into. I I didn't take long to figure out how to get out.
2: So basically what you're saying is that I need to tell him to upgrade his security for no other reason other than that, hey, this could be... um. Mad? And then it gives you a little bit more of a challenge? Is that my understanding? Because I can do that. Actually, I
1: don't want you to challenge. I just do it after, you know, when I leave or something. (laughs) Because that way it... You
2: know what? When you leave, you can tell him yourself. Okay. I'm not going to be your messenger boy.
1: (laughs) He says That's pretty much the conversation (laughs) I wanted you two to get through because (laughs) it's important for that part of his story when his story comes up later down the line... Um, story arc wise, there are several stories going on, and this Adrian kid is part of another story.
2: Yeah, so. she. Uh, I think that you know they'll they'll continue to go through and have their little like side adventure, and you know at the end of it, she's like, "Look, I'm not going to be able to stop you even if I wanted to, but please just be careful. These people they're not going to give a shit about you, so you got to look out for yourself.
1: I promise. Okay, look, I didn't. I picked a really good team. They're skilled enough to do the little jobs that I'm trying out. And, uh, I mean, we've had fun. Yeah. We haven't been successful at every single one of them because when things got really bad, I made us leave. And then, you know, on the one that really got bad, I pulled us out so that, and then paid the team because that was more important. Okay. You know, uh, I, I was, Good judgment. You told me that sometimes you have to fail to win. And Joe, I realized that if I won or tried to win harder, I was going to be in a bad situation. So I pulled my team out.
2: Okay. You talked to that girl lately?
1: Oh, man. I thought you forgot about her.
2: You think I could forget about the one you went off to uh, with your shining armor to rescue? You've got to be kidding me.
1: Do you remember her name?
2: She Sonny, would remember her name but I don't remember okay. her name. It was
1: it was Angelica. Angelica. Yeah, that's the oh. reason. I chose that name. Oh, Angelica. So, yeah. <laughs> so we we assume that you Yeah. He sister goes, "Yeah, she's part of my team." Oh. Well, I mean, she's the one with the the car.
2: Mm. Okay. She, Sonny's not going to say anything or have any lecture about mixing business and pleasure because you know
1: <laughs> something he's going to have to learn on his own.
2: <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. So yeah.
1: Okay. Now we're going to that that part of that important piece for future reference is out there. We're going to fast forward here to a meeting with you and Phantom Dragon.
2: Yes. I wonder if I get to know her real name, or should I just call her Phantom Dragon all That's the time? That's going to be really
1: weird when the, you go to uh, Red Lobster and they're like,
2: I'll just call table her- Table for
1: two, Phantom Dragon, your table is ready.
2: I'll just call her Fancy Pants.
1: She commands robot armies. I'm not sure What?
2: About- it's P H A N C so it's like Phantom, but it's Fancy Pants. It's fine.
1: Phantom Dragon. I'm making sure I wrote a name down. Okay. Okay, so we're gonna fast forward a few days, and
2: <sighs> yeah. So,
1: where'd you, where do you what do you think you're gonna take Maddie? Actually, her name is Maddie. We're gonna say that. Yeah, she would have told you, "Call me Maddie."
2: Oh, really? Yeah. She would have said that.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh,
2: good. Okay. Um, we'll probably just go to a coffee shop. I suppose I think that's a little like something that's public, but we can get like a little space in the back area. Sure. So.
1: I mean, you know lots of places to yeah. eat, especially that would be private. I mean,
2: you know what? Actually, we could do lunch somewhere instead of a coffee shop because food always makes people in a better mood and more receptive to what you're asking.
1: That's very true. So, um, you had set up the appointment, lunch. Yes. Somewhere. Yes. Did you have an idea where you wanted to have lunch at?
2: You know what? I'm going to message Phantom Dragon and see where she wants to go.
1: Um, there's a sushi place called Briney's down by the industrial park on the water. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of what it's called. Shipyard down by the shipyard. Okay. Uh, it's not bad. It's not great, and it's secluded. So that's where she wants to meet you at. Okay. Briny's turns out to be a double-wide trailer that has been turned into a sushi shop. Nice. The outside of it is metal panel painted white with a skirt going around it, neon lights, lots of overhang to provide uh, protective areas away from the rain coming down. Oh, and it's a hot rain, too. Ooh. Nice hot rain coming down.
2: That's how you know it's springtime.
1: Springtime. (laughs) Feels like pee. (laughs) <laughs> all right. Uh, so yeah, it's a double-wide trailer. It's been painted white. You get inside. There's tile on the floor. It's all mismatched. the The paint on the inside looks like it's been coated on several times over. But you see that there's a pretty sizable amount of room. So lots of chairs and tables, all plastic. Okay. And a lot of people here.
2: Cool. Well, I have put my hair up in like, you know, one of the. Like with the the sticks Mm -hmm. in your hair thing. Uh Hair sticks. And I've got a long sleeve, purple billowy shirt. And then like a nice uh, short black skirt. And some boots that are like mid-calf, I would say. To like make sure the rain stays out of my feet and stuff. Yeah, so cute, but not like super, what would you call that? Not Prosta
1: Prostafrutitutie. Yeah. All right. The other end of the spectrum, Maddie, as she said you can call her, mm-hmm. is wearing a long sleeve blue jean shirt, khaki pants, combat boots, gloves on her hands, big broad shoulders. She's sitting in the back end of the room at one of the little plastic tables. You can definitely see her. She sees you as you come walking in. She's got her hair pulled back to one side. Um, she's dressed like... Uh, She's about to go work in the shipyard, but she's dressed nicely, like her whole clothes are clean. Okay. Um, she is sitting alone. Did you come with anyone?
2: No, I did not. Okay. It's just me. I told, uh, Terrence where I was going and that I could handle things since I'm just talking. I'm just talking to somebody who's up fire to three of your buildings. I can do fine by myself.
1: And of course his question would be, it's going to be in daylight, right? Lots of witnesses.
2: Yeah, we're going to okay. go get sushi. At this place down by the river. I mean, the handle, shipyard.
1: Yeah, you handle, when he goes down by the river for other kind of work. Yeah. You guys handle things differently. <laughs> All right. Um, as you show up, she smiles, waves at you.
2: All right. I will um, head in and join her at the table. And um, as I sit down, uh, a little greeter sound like. Hi, night Maddie.
1: Maddie. She nods. Yes, I appreciate you using the, uh, a different fake name. It'll be fine this way. Sunny still works for you. Yeah. And she smiles. You look. You look nice. Oh, thank you. Do you want to get some food?
2: Well, I mean, we wouldn't come to a place and not get food.
1: She says. And citizen. plus,
2: I, you know, I kind of owe you a date.
1: And she smiles. <laughs> good
2: yeah so she's going to oh, before we get started so then she's going to reach into her purse and she's going to put out a little device and just press some numbers and it's mm-hmm. like Can you just say a couple things gets your voice picked up and then it cancels it out you're familiar right
1: <laughs> she goes yes i am
2: excellent and then she'll like press buttons and like and then the white noise generator comes on and yep. we're all set she
1: smiles she sits there, and pulls one out Shows it off and sticks it back into her pocket as well.
2: I keep forgetting I'm dealing with an actual professional.
1: She stops and says, don't, don't. You'll make me blush. And orcs don't look good in that color of red. Please. Uh, so she waves, holds her hand up, and a uh, gentleman comes walking over, asks you guys your orders. She you know, gives you guys menus. You take a moment. You order some sushi. Oh, yeah. Um, she orders... I would describe it as a human-sized portion of sushi, (laughs) not orc-sized, you know, like a giant consumption of it. Yeah. She's being reasonable about how much she orders. Being reasonable. Reasonable. Reasonable! She orders, I will say, two rolls. Two rolls? Yeah. Four half rolls. Yeah?
2: Are you not hungry?
1: And she sits there and goes, oh, I already ate. I gotta go to work here in a little while.
2: Okay. Is there like a... A platter option that has like several different things. Mm-hmm. That's what Sunny's going to order instead. Okay. Yeah. She likes variety.
1: I, and uh, their only option for drink here is beer or water. And everything's bottled. I'll do beer. All right. So will Maddie. So after food's order, she goes, Well, I appreciate this opportunity to make some more connections.
2: Me too. So. How would you get started? Is that like a touchy question to ask? I'm very curious. She kind of
1: leans back and smiles. I thought... I didn't realize this was like a job interview.
2: I Well, I just figured, you know, we could get to know each other a little bit. Maybe. Okay. For, you know, contacting purposes.
1: I won't tell you everything, though. I wouldn't expect any less. Okay. Ex-military. I, uh... Served in the Californian Civil War. Really? Yep. Um, that's I was, a bitch. It was. Um, that's where I lost these, and she waves her fingers. Because you, of course, know about yeah. her arms. And uh, I got some replaces then. They weren't the greatest. That's when I met my husband. And uh, we... Everything went off. California did its thing. Time goes forward. Things fall apart, relationship falls apart, I find out I'm no longer interested in him, and I become more interested in my current partner, and she and I are having a really good relationship. That's good to hear. Things fall apart with my husband, and uh, he Mm. takes the kid and ditches and heads off to Texas, where he's got family at. That's a bummer of a life story. Me and my partner move up to Seattle. She ditches me for the first wage maids that comes around, because, well, magic really makes the world go around for her and now i have well let's just say this much uh their relationship is good and they've been taken care of well enough that i she pretty much left me everything so i was able to get the house the car the money everything my kid comes by every once uh once during the summer i get uh him for three months and then we go do stuff and uh that's where i'm at now
2: I was really more interested in, you know, how you got started lighting buildings on fire. But this is a very interesting side of you.
1: Oh. Um well that <laughs> one is that my predisposition in the military was demolitions.
2: Oh.
1: Uh I I was responsible for RPGs, ammunition storage, uh as well as loading aircraft and then I took a test that allowed me to move into a different career field, and I uh, win special forces. And then Civil War started. Uh, California fought for its freedom. I was there in the front lines. I was one of the injured. And uh, because of the great medical plan, medical coverage that California had, I was able to get back in the fight mm. and help secure Cal State.
2: How come you didn't stay there?
1: California's really hot. It's got a lot of mosquitoes and... Um, there uh, is a incredible divide between people. It's very sharp. How quickly you get from race to culture ah. to and the division is intense. And here in Seattle, it's not as bad. It's a very it's a melting pot. There, I was an orc woman who was in the military, and so although I had friends, I'm a sociable individual. I got out and I did things and. Uh, Prejudism, hatred, well, racism, stuff I like understand. That. All right. Well, uh, I think I've said enough. I think it's your turn
2: now. Oh, I'm an open book.
1: How did you get started?
2: I was a psychiatrist. I am a psychiatrist, actually.
1: You are a psychiatrist. Yes.
2: So, so I help people. And when the corpse no longer wanted me around, I started my own independent business.
1: So you got fired and you started your own business. Yeah. Sorry if that, I don't mean to be offensive, you know, that firing is such a terrible word for, to use.
2: Firing is a pretty good
1: term. Oh, okay.
2: Yes. It's much better than arrested and thrown into prison and then getting busted out. Fired. Fired? Yes. I got set up. Got my new practice going. And I figured I could just earn a little bit of extra income helping other people find work as well.
1: Oh, yes.
2: Yes. So, that's what I'm doing. And sometimes I join in on the fun.
1: So you have no military experience. <laughs> no. You have... <laughs> you do this just for fun. Really. Yeah. People sh- people shoot at you. And... Uh...
2: I try not to let that happen.
1: Okay. Okay. She nods.
2: (laughs) But when it does, I make sure that I don't get hit.
1: I like that. That sounds pretty good. I'm generally not the one going in. I made sure of that.
2: I like talking to people.
1: What I've understood, they call those people faces. Faces. That's what their job is to... Yeah. Face. Face. To be the face who does the talking. I could... I'm just going to throw this out there. And I'm not showing my full hands, but I could really use a good face right about now. Yeah? Yeah. Not that I don't have one, I mean, but... I, th-
2: I think your face is quite lovely.
1: Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Good play on words. Hmm. Um, yeah, so the one I have right now probably is going to get fired because he doesn't really do a good job. And uh, I've been relying more on this stupid, uh, fragging... App to help me find jobs.
2: Wait, there's an app for
1: that? No, no, that it's a program. It's a group of people. It's a, you know, I mean, I'm not going to say much more about it. But there's a, it's like a, a club. I'm part of a club, and you, they're not the greatest.
2: Oh, what kind of club? Does it begin with an E?
1: She stops at that point in time. Imagine you guys got your food at this point. Yeah, she stops. <laughs> <laughs>
2: She's, and, and Sonny's just gonna st- stuff like a whole big, like, uh, would so be in her mouth and just wait. <laughs>
1: God damn, they're everywhere, she says. <laughs> and shoves a tuna roll into her mouth.
2: So I kind of, I'm, I don't know a lot about them. I'm trying to get to know more about them because I'm trying to get on the inside.
1: She raises an eyebrow. Why would you want to do that?
2: you imagine? Like, I have a network of people at their disposal. Like, I'm going to be the social butterfly of the Enclave.
1: She stops. She goes, I don't know. I'm not too interested in the Enclave. I, it's not the jobs. It's the disconnected feeling I have when I deal with them. And, uh And the guy that uh, I recently got finished dealing with, he was dealing with them as well. And he was an idiot.
2: <laughs> Why don't you tell me more about him? This is the guy that hired you, right?
1: Yeah, I figured this is where the conversation was going to go to.
2: Yeah, it's going to go there.
1: Look, information costs money, and I know you paid a retention.
2: I did. I paid a retention. I'm taking you out for sushi. Oh,
1: you know, I would. My bills are kind of high. Do and, I need
2: to bat my eyelids a little bit more? Oh,
1: uh, you know what? I have been resisting. And let's see if she's going to hold up <laughs> on <in> this one. <laughs> See, no. two okay she's like i have been resisting my lady boner the entire time <laughs> but please don't let's try to be as professional as possible all right i apologize
2: i won't use that against you
1: <clears throat> she leans back at this point in time as you make the mention of le- uh, using that against her yeah and she's just like You know, that momentary pause where you see her eyes look down, she looks up, she checks you out, (laughs) and then she bites her lip a little bit and she goes, all right, I I can appreciate that.
2: So, how much is
1: it going to cost? I'd like 2K. 2K? Yeah. I mean, it's a reasonable number for information.
2: That sounds like a pretty hefty number for information. Is it extremely... Detailed and juicy?
1: I'd say yes.
2: Are we talking gossip-level juicy?
1: I would say no. Uh,
2: Ah. You gotta give me some good stuff. I'm gonna pay you 2K.
1: Are you going to counter-offer? Yeah.
2: Where's my musk ball? Hidden
1: underneath all your stuff.
2: Okay, I need to do a...
1: Charisma plus... Negotiation, yeah. Which is your influence, which is a seven, and your charisma, which is an eight. That's fifteen dice. Your social limit is a nine. You're currently dressed up, so we'll give you a boost to your social limit by one and an extra dice. So you get sixteen dice, and ten is the most you can claim. Mm-hmm. She got three.
2: I can buy four.
1: Yeah, so, so you, I'm
2: just gonna do that.
0: Right, just
1: gonna I, I mean the forces. the
2: the rolling part. No, you know what? I why not? I don't okay. know. Five successes.
1: So you can break her down to probably about 500 if you wanted to.
2: 500?
1: Yeah, you, you could bring her down that low. <sighs> okay, she's like... Maybe even lower. I mean, right now she's turned on. You got? Did you add in your first impression? Oh, no, it's not I, the first it's impression. It's not my
2: first impression. Right. No. So, how about this? I'll give you 500 for the information. And 500 for a retainer for later on. So I can... Uh, Get to know you better.
1: She sits there and goes, all right, I got to take it. Bill's got to be paid. So this guy, he calls himself Quickshot. Quickshot? Yeah, I didn't name him. I'm just telling you his name. No, you
2: just named yourself Phantom Dragon.
1: That's because there's a reason behind it. You ever heard of a dragon pip? No. Okay, then you wouldn't understand the story if I told you.
2: I mean, I'm sure it's riveting
1: it involves a missile launcher. Really? Yeah.
2: Now I am interested.
1: That will cost. <sighs> Anyways, quick shot is a uh some sort of slightly religious individual, but he's also uh he's a Sam. So, he's got like uh guns and cyberware and he thinks he's all hot. Whatever. Anyways, he hired me to do the arson jobs to kill somebody. Okay, we got that covered. Somewhere. Right. Right. I did a little bit of digging, and uh, I know that he's been picking up his information from somewhere. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure where he's been getting his information for these places, but I got approached by an individual who asked me to step away from the whole event. He wouldn't tell me his name. He wouldn't say anything, but I got a facial wreck. Okay. And uh, it came up to a doctor Alatahir, some Dr. Zufar la Tahir. So he told me to back off and stop taking jobs and doing stuff for uh, Quickshot. By the way, Quickshot's real name is—I found this too. It's not hard to dig this stuff up. <laughs> Carson Lund, and that's like, his actual real name. I mean, his finding his ID and everything was almost child's play. So, anyways, Carson's been hiring me to do these arsons and this. Um, Zufar guy comes up and tells me not to. He paid me. Paid me to walk away. And you did? Oh, yeah, I walked away. I stopped answering his phone calls. I stopped answering his messages. Everything. Hmm. No reason to actually bother with it. I'm done. He doesn't know how to find me. I ditched the number in question. I still have his number, though. So he got me to meet him several different times... You would figure someone who had professed to have a name like Quakeshot, he would at least know what he's doing. But we met in some rather conspicuous locations. Really? Yeah. And uh, after the third hookup and discussion, I tagged his car because he had uh, an older model vehicle. It's pretty easy to do. she stops for a minute and uh, writes down an address onto a napkin and hands it to you. Okay. And it says, Sun Sun Apartments. Now, Sun Sun is spelled two different ways. S-U-N and S-O-N. Okay. Sun Sun Apartments.
2: This is where he's living?
1: Yeah, that's where the vehicle's been parked at quite a bit. She stops for a minute, plays around with her comlink, pulls out a device, unplugs one, plugs another one in, starts doing some stuff, turns around. There's the GPS. Hmm. And, and he, he shows and zooms in, brings up an address and everything. And... Uh, she says it's over near the Calgary Cemetery. The Sun, Sun Apartments are next to the Calgary Cemetery. And you see on the map the Calgary Cemetery. So he's been parked there for some time. I can give you the GPS information. Thank you. And then, uh, but only on the grounds that you plan to, uh, to, to get him, did it, ditch it as soon ditch as it? possible. Yeah. I and, you can know, ditch it, ditch the codes. I'm not going to pick it back up and it's going to run out probably about a month time. So I mean, I mean, if you want it, you can have it. I don't care. I just don't want any links between me and it. That's
2: fine. I understand. What kind of car is it?
1: A 2055 Lincoln Town Car.
2: Okay.
1: Yeah, you remember the older ones that were like part boat, part car? <laughs> when you started to turn it, the back end didn't even start turning yet? Yes. Yeah, not one of those. It had an amazing trunk space.
2: I mean, that's uh, good for... uh
1: A lot of things.
2: Yes. Okay. Let's see is there anything else that needs to happen. So you have a day job?
1: Oh, we're back to this. No, I guess. Sorry, yes it just do.
2: popped into my head.
1: Oh, look, that we're past that. I just I need I got to go here soon. She's looking at her calmly. I have only a few more minutes and yes, I do have a day job. Bills got to be paid. Girls got to make money. <laughs> my toys don't fix themselves.
2: <laughs> well, if you need me, you have my number. And I'd love to hear from you sometime.
1: Okay. I have some work coming up around the corner here. And I'm going to need somebody to be there to be a face. I want to make sure I make good money.
2: I will make sure that you make good money. She's, for a price.
1: She smiles. I think I can take that. And, uh, so she'll get up at this point in time. And, uh, she's done. So she'll leave. Okay. Do you have any other questions for her?
2: I'm, so we've got the, the apartments, Carson Lund, she, I would. She sent me over the facial recognition stuff for both Carson and Zufir. Zufar. Zufar. Yeah. Okay. So I have those. Um, I've she, got. The, she's got
1: uh, facial recs for both of those. Yep. So you got pictures of what they look like.
2: Yep, and I've got GPS with the location for where the car is at right now, and yeah, and so yeah, I think that would are good. Okay. Yeah, I think I'm good. So, um, do I know anything about the Calgary Cemetery? It's just a cemetery. No, no, nothing special.
1: Um, no, you know nothing. That'd be like a a local history kind of thing going on. Yeah,
2: it's not a big deal. Okay, so yeah, I think that's it.
1: All right. Mm Mm-hmm.
2: So I will get the bill.
1: Yep. And it's actually a hefty bill. Um, you know most of it was soy, but still it was a hefty bill. You also noticed that you were not the only really well-dressed individual in here. Uh-huh. A bunch of suits that look like they should be scraping along at some downtown joint actually coming in here. Nice suits, too.
2: So this is a popular place for like the the higher-end wage slaves to come in and slum it a little.
1: Slum it a little, yeah.
2: Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to head out and um I, I think I'll send uh Terrence a message saying that I've got some really great information that I'd love
1: to share with him. Alright, yeah. You you call Terrence and say hey, blah 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 and he's like, yeah. All right, uh I'll meet up with you shortly. Okay. So he's he's free and available. You're gonna you know, we can fast forward to that.
2: Yes. So I have a question. With this information provided here. What's, does this count as the legwork, or do we need to do some additional leg legwork? This far as is the
1: legwork. You know where he's at. You, need, you have a good understanding of all the little characters that are hiding behind the story now. Cool. Okay. I mean, could there be more information? Yeah. Could there be more legwork? Yeah, but you've done a lot. This okay. woman really opened up to you. Yeah. One of the things you didn't ask was if she expressed to Zafar any information. Like, did ah. you tell him anything? Did he ask you any questions? Okay. Which, you know, future reference, you should probably ask that, what information, because that, that she would have told you. Yeah. You were one. All right, so you drive to go meet Terrence, but on your way there, your phone goes off, and it is um, Zamora calling you.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll pick it up.
1: All right, hear? hey, Sonny, I got... And it hangs up.
2: That was weird. I'll dial her back.
1: Okay. Rings, rings, and goes the voicemail.
2: Um, I'll leave a message. And okay. it'll be like, uh, hey, uh something happened with your phone give me a call uh and let me know what's going on if everything's okay now hang up
1: yeah you want not much more you can do about yeah. that yeah so uh you i'm sure terrence didn't want to meet you for lunch we're past the lunch because, kind of, yeah. so you're I'm, I'm cool. um you're meeting him in uh bellevue mm-hmm. almost on your way up there as um at a, at a another address so you come pulling up and he the message tells you slightly cryptic he says when you're heading that way, you'll see some construction work. Make a left before the construction work, and there'll be a guy who's parking people. Let him park you. Don't go on through. And I'm in that building across the street. Okay. So you do. You follow this, and you, there's a guy. He's got cones out. and he, he's in the rain doing this stuff. Mm-hmm. And as you start to slow down, he points over in a direction toward a, a parking lot, an okay. open flat ground parking lot. You get out, and there's a you got you pull your rain out, your um, raincoat out, an umbrella, and. you... You hustle across a small little walkway bridge across the road and into a building. The building is mostly empty, bare wires, lots of construction work going on. And as you're wandering around looking, lots of construction guys here and there. You see Terrence and he's dressed in like a foreman's outfit. And he doesn't have a helmet on or anything. He has, like, this like little helmet plate thingy that sits (laughs) over his horns. Okay. And he's sitting... Or, like, sits in
2: between his horns. Sits in between his horns.
1: He's sitting at a desk. There's a a decent amount of paperwork, but he's not behind the desk. The desk seat behind it is empty. He's sitting next to the desk with a clipboard in hand. He looks like he belongs here. He looks like a foreman at a construction site where these people are assembling furniture and wiring and shit like that. He sees you come walking in. He immediately waves at you. Doesn't get up.
2: I'll wave back, because I'm not really sure what to call him right now. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I'll walk up to him. He sits there. Shake off my umbrella. Yeah? Yeah. Really unbutton the raincoat.
1: Ooh. Yeah. All right. So he gets up, walks uh, over to you, and says, uh, hey, how are things?
2: Things are Good. He taps good. his
1: uh, little name badge on it, and yeah. it sits there and says uh, Arun, like a couple of A's, and it's like A-Ron, like with two R's, like Aaron, with two A's and two R's.
2: Pretty good, Aaron.
1: Yeah, look, I hit the R button too many times, and the whatever. <laughs> it doesn't matter, it works. He <laughs> so, leans down gives you a kiss.
2: Aw. Now how's, uh, how's construction going oh, for going you. it's going
1: great. Yeah? Everything's going along just as planned. Oh, good. He smiles.
2: Excellent. So, do you have a minute?
1: Of course oh. I do. You want to come up and see the uh, pool on the next floor that we're putting in? There's a pool yeah. on the next
2: floor? Yeah, yes, we'll put- I definitely Let's want to go. see that.
1: All right, so there's no elevator, but we had to take the stairs. So you guys do. You get upstairs, and it's uh, a <laughs> large indoor pool for the business place. What are you giggling about? <laughs> <laughs>
2: A-A-Ron, a it's a. from it's from the Key and Peele thing.
1: So. Yes, it is A-A-Ron. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good, I, somebody else got the reference. Uh, you take it up, and it's kind of echoey for a room and everything, but he takes you to uh, the back area where there's like a small supply room and another functional room being built, but there's nobody around. And he sits there and goes, so, how are things?
2: Good, I think I've got a good lead.
1: I'd like to hear it. I'm, we're, I'm free. And uh, he reaches into his pocket and pulls out his little device
2: yep. and
1: clicks the buttons.
2: So Maddie, she found uh she. And I was like, well, "Wait, Phantom Dragon." What? That's her name, Phantom Dragon. That's what she calls herself. Well, you know, you gotta have a good street name, right? Anyway.
1: <sighs> sure. Whatever. Sure.
2: Uh, troll face.
1: You know what? Let, let's not do that. Sunny days.
2: Sunny Day. You what? do that every time.
1: Every... He stops. I'm sorry. That's... Go ahead. I'm... This is you, not me.
2: <laughs> so, the guy who hired her, <laughs> his street name is Quickshot. What the hell? That's okay. She's got his real name, too. Oh, good. Carson Lund. Okay, now, Maddie, who is she? She's Phantom Dragon. She's the one that burned up your building. Oh, shit. Why
1: didn't... Okay, great. You know where to find her?
2: I just had lunch with her.
1: What the hell are you doing? We're supposed to be finding... Oh, man.
2: I oh. thought you wanted to know who was
1: behind it, not who did it. Oh, so she was... She was hired? Yeah. Okay.
2: I told you that two weeks
1: ago. He stops, pulls his phone out, flips it through it. I'm sorry you did. I'm so sorry you did, and... It's
2: okay. I know you've been busy. Yeah. I. been busy. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. I, I, look, not to change the subject, but, um... So. Yeah, go go ahead.
2: This is where it gets a little interesting. Carson Lund, he hires her uh-huh. to burn up buildings in order to kill somebody. What the fuck? Who would do that? Apparently this guy.
1: All right, so Quake shot, hires Phantom Dragon to burn building down. With someone somebody.
2: inside it right. to kill them.
1: And in the, one of those buildings, there was a guy, and I guess that was the person?
2: No, that was an accident.
1: Oh, that's that's
2: Because she made sure that nobody was in the buildings before she set everything up. Because she wasn't going to kill anybody.
1: So she knew that she was supposed to kill somebody? Yes. And she didn't want to kill somebody?
2: Yeah.
1: All right, so she's got to just burn the building. All right, that's fair enough.
2: Yeah, you know, she still gets paid when she burns a building. Anyway, so the last guy was an accident. he came in after she'd already said everything. That's terrible. I know. Unfortunate. However, um... After the third one burned down, she got a mysterious call from a Dr. Zufar Al-Tahir.
1: He stopped. That's, that sounds like a Middle Eastern name. Yes. It yeah. could
2: also be a fake name. Okay. She wasn't able to find out if it was. But she does have a... Um, I have a face on both of them. Great. And I know... And she put a tag on Carson's car. So... Uh-huh. Um, And gave me the GPS for it, so I know exactly where it's at. Excellent. And um, if you are, when you're off the clock here, maybe we could go check it
1: out. Well, you know what's great about being a foreman on a construction job? I can leave at any time. The work is going to get done. I just got to do a few things, and then we're good to go.
2: Yeah? Yeah. Are we taking my car?
1: I can call mine if you want to, you know, unless you want to be discreet or, I mean, you know, whatever you want to do.
2: Let's take my car. Hi, That sounds good.
1: All right. So as you guys are doing your thing, in the of your conversation, someone yells out, uh, "Hey, Ron, you up here? You guys come out." Yeah. He's like, "What are you doing over there, man?" And uh, when you come walking out, he goes, "Oh, <laughs> look, uh, I got a few more things we need to do." And uh, your uh, your your electrician guy, yeah, you know, you should probably talk to corporate about getting him replaced. He's he's a piece of work. So you, Terrence, this other guy go walk around the corner and he, you know, this new guy is just like, hi, how you doing? And Terrence reaches out and says, don't talk to her. <laughs> She's not here to talk to you and you don't need to talk to her. And he's just like, I'm just proud to be friendly. He's like, no, just let's just do our job and get it done with. Okay. You know, I'm installing our pieces of tech so you guys can have the stuff you want. Let's do this. And then you can, you know, no. Don't talk to her? Yeah, don't talk to her is what he says. <laughs>
2: what? Is he handsome?
1: Huh? No, he's not. It's okay. Just, you I'm, know?
2: You know, I'll smile.
1: <laughs> he's like trying to wait. And Terrence is like, just focus on the job. God damn <laughs> <the> assholes. <laughs> so you guys, you go down, back downstairs, you walk around, and as you come around into another section of the room, there's Edgy. Shit ton of wires oh in front God. of him. And he's doing stuff with the wires. And he's hooking up the machinery.
2: Oh my God.
1: And you look, he looks up at you and looks at Terrence and he's just like... It's gonna, it's gonna be like another hour. I don't know what cl- colorblind asshole wired this shit, but it's gonna be another hour. And uh, Terrence is like, "You got time. You, you can handle this. I can leave you here. I got other business. Go take care of you. like, "No, no, no. You, you need to stay here. Make sure I do this right." <laughs>
2: Edgy, I'm sure you've, I'm sure you've got everything. <laughs> I right I'm sure you've got everything under control.
1: Hey, there, and he has this. Deadpan face, look like, and uh, Terence sits there and goes, "Yeah, Philip, you've got it under control." Yeah, Philip. <laughs> and he's just like, uh, looking at the box and wires. I don't get paid enough for this. <laughs> Terence walks over, leans down, whispers into his ear something, and he slumps his shoulders and goes back to hooking in wires into the back of the box. You can tell it's like some sort of router server thing for the building that he's installing for Uh these people. And then Terrence turns, walks back over to you. All right, we got some free time to go deal with stuff.
2: Does does he need some help with that?
1: This is his expertise. He
2: seems a little nervous about it.
1: It's his expertise. He'll be fine. Okay. I mean, we can stay here if you want to. I mean, is your your friend going to leave anytime soon?
2: I'll pull up the GPS on the thing.
1: Nope, he's still there.
2: He's still there. Hey,
1: OG. He doesn't do that. He says, hey, Philip. <laughs> no, looks no like it's me. just me. <laughs> it's just you. He says, hey, Philip, uh, we can, we can hang out. You know what? Let's get this job done so we can go home. And this other guy comes up, looks like he's dressed like a form. He's like, that's right. You need to get this job done because we've got to install that box and get everything else taken care of. I think, mean, you know, they talk for a little bit, but you notice the majority of the construction workers that are around pay attention to you. You hear cat calls and whistles every once in a while. <laughs> This unnerves uh, Terrence, and he's just like, mm.
2: "Is he getting jealous?"
1: Hell yeah, he's getting jealous.
2: Oh, don't be jealous.
1: He, he at some when he when he gets tired of hearing it all, he asks, you know, "Hey, you want to go sit in the office?" I'm
2: like why?
1: Well, you know it's comfortable in there and quiet, away from all the going on.
2: So you're sticking me in an office all by myself? No,
1: I'll be there with you. You will. And then Edgy's like. I and need she, your help. I, he an needs, extra pair he, of hands is a little faster. He needs your
2: help here. I can help too. I can wire wires. I'm. That's not hard, right? And
1: jesus says. you know what? Why don't you? If you're not going to help, looking at Terrence, he looks at you. Please help me. You know, he says in that pathetic kind of <laughs> way that balding middle aged dwarf can.
2: So Sonny's going to stay out. She kind of likes it when he's when he's getting jealous. It's cute. So yeah, she's gonna go walk over and start helping. She's gonna take off her raincoat. Ah, oh, damn! And and she's gonna get to work. Okay. Twisting wires and shit. Okay. She doesn't know what she's doing. Edgy can tell her. What Edgy, yeah, he
1: he. Or Philip. Philip can Phillip tell her what will to tell do. <laughs> he's just like, all right, that connection over there. You see the one that says you know, 306, I need you to put in the purple wire into that one. And the next one over here, do you see this piece of paper? You're going down that list on that row right there. And so he's giving you, yeah. he has like nine dice in electronics and a high logic skill. So he's able to just spit And out.
2: I can follow directions real yeah. good.
1: And so after a minute, <laughs> so as you're sitting there helping plug in wires and whatnot, you uh, People are still watching and having a good stare, and uh, he just paces like a bull in a pen. (laughs) You help help Philip speed up the whole process, and during that process, he's like, it's okay about the name thing. No one was paying attention. You see that he's taking, and he's got the box in hand, and he's plugging something into the box, and then he sticks the wire in it. But the box part you're working with already has all these little plug thingies into it.
2: Okay. Um I'm gonna also um, turn on Nancy. I mean uh-huh. she probably doesn't really know a whole lot about electronics, but um, she could at least watch and make sure that I'm not forgetting a step when he tells me to do something. Fair steps, enough. So
1: not a problem.
2: Yeah. And then uh but yeah, just you know, stuff every, every once in a while and be like <gasps> Hey Aaron, can you come help me? I can't reach it. It's too high. So it's just checking way up. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, like a bull. He'll charge across the room to help you. You don't have to be doing this. You know I can take care of this. Well,
2: you're pacing around. You're stressing yourself out. I don't understand.
1: <sighs> and anyway, Helena, you're doing this on purpose. I just
2: love it when you
1: squirm. Uh...
2: Come on. It's fun. You don't have to worry.
1: All right, so you guys get finished, and, and it's, <laughs>
0: it's just a show.
1: <laughs> and then here, you guys are ready to leave. <laughs> Edgy's like, "Thank you so much. Thank you, not you. You know, giving Terrence those glaring beady dwarf eyes." Oh, you are very welcome, Philip. So you guys leave, and Edgy's going to go grab a bus to head home or something. Okay, he's he's out. And uh, so you guys walk over and slide into your, your car. Now really? it's now it's probably uh, getting closer to dinner time. Okay, like five ish. Okay, six.
2: Well, we we can like uh, pass by and see what's going on. Okay, yeah. And uh, so yeah, she'll turn on the GPS for it, and make sure that the car's still there, and then uh, decide where to go from
1: there. Ah. Okay, so you pass by the Sun Sun location. And, yes, you do see the giant yacht boat car. Nice. Parked in there. And, uh, yeah, so you assume that he's there. Uh, you have information. You know the apartment number. I just decided not to make one. Okay. So you guys go grab some food. Oh, GM cat's moving. What are you doing? Did I miss something? Was I supposed to do something different? No, she hasn't decided to go in yet. Yeah, we'll worry about that later. Okay. She was reminding me that, you know, there were supposed to be other things. They're not, we're not there yet. Okay. All right, so, um, yeah, you pass by. That car's there. Okay. Terrence's like, all right, which one is it?
2: It's that one right there. And
1: he's looking around, and there's a few security cameras. I can make some calls and get those turned off.
2: Okay. Do you have a change of clothes or do you want to keep wearing that? Get up.
1: Nah, I'd rather get into something nicer. These things are itchy and irritating I, I look poor
2: <laughs> well I got you a change of clothes in the back all right um, the one you left last time
1: okay he looks at the time we should probably just go ahead and head in Adrian's gonna be home and uh it, you know it's dinner time we need to be there check up on him stuff like that
2: oh okay
1: what I mean
2: I just you... I just thought we were gonna you know case of joy maybe you know go in now. Sure, uh, we can. Okay. You don't sound very into it right now.
1: I'm. It's been a slightly long day. I don't feel like sitting in a car and watching somebody's apartment for well, a few hours. Well,
2: can't we just, like, walk? And, I mean, you're just, like, almost a maintenance guy.
1: Uh, sure, we can walk around. Okay. All right, yeah. Uh, I just
2: gotta get changed. Okay, she does the hand motion so to he, like get he, out of the he car. He gets out of the car. Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know why I have to get out. It's raining out here.
2: You know that I don't like to be watched when <sighs> I change. It doesn't work when people are watching.
1: Uh, okay, you're right, you're right, you're right.
2: <laughs> so she's gonna do
0: It's it. so
1: weird.
2: <laughs> so yeah, she's going to, uh, use her, uh, the magic thing the mm-hmm. who, uh change her outfit into some like overalls kind of thing and uh white shirt and yeah okay so she you turn she and... has she has like the her emergency tool set for the the car in the back so she can just grab that and pretend like she knows what she's doing
1: all right so terence of course looking like a foreman will go ahead and um you guys begin walking the complex. Mm-hmm. You wander up to the car. It's there. It doesn't take you long to figure out which apartment it is because you've got that information. Mm-hmm. The apartment is on the second floor. Yep, two fourteen. So uh, you check it out. Looks like it's a house apartment with plants out front. Nothing that gives you the indication that it's a more of a slummy kind of thing. So
2: I would like to do a perception, um, mostly to discern, um, you know. Have the plants been watered recently? Does it look like the place has been tended to? Or does it look like anyone's
1: home? That kind of stuff.
0: Sure. I have three successes.
1: Um, no, uh, it doesn't look like anyone's home. Cause you don't see any, uh, you see only, well, maybe one light is on. Yeah. So one light is on. The plants look like uh, they've been tended to. A pretty healthy one sits on a runoff. So there's, that doesn't help too much. Walking by the front of the apartment, yeah, walking by the front of the apartment, you notice it. Let's see what his perception is. I'll get him to make a perception roll, too. Three is enough, what I wanted. I just want to know if he will notice it, too. Four plus six. He's got ten dice as well. And I see one. And 3-1. So, he doesn't seem to notice it, but as you walk by, you smell a rancidly sweet smell. Like, decomposition.
2: She's gonna stop for a second? and Yeah, it, and came, she's by, gonna it came by
1: when you were near the window.
2: She's gonna, like, just check the plants first to see if maybe it's coming from the plants that are outside. Because sometimes, you know, like, if they have water rot or something that can cause some sort of decay in mm-hmm. the
1: plant, but... It's not. Yeah, you're you're unsure. You're you're unsure. Your your senses are now dulled to it. You can kind of smell it every once in a while. It's difficult to pin down.
2: I think we need to go inside. All right. Do you not smell that?
1: No, Um, all I can smell is you.
2: I mean, that would be very flattering every other time, but not today. Oh,
1: what am I supposed to be smelling? Go,
2: go, take a whiff by the window.
1: I'll get him to try again, and... That's three. He's like, oh, oh yeah, what's that?
2: I think that's, um, not good.
1: Oh, man. All right, I'll, I'll try to, I'll get the dorm.
2: Well, let's, maybe if we knock first and say what's maintenance.
1: He stops. You're right. I, I, I don't normally work this way. This is not my mo.
2: Okay, Well, just... So I normally, that's why the
1: <laughs> boots are heavy That's why my bones are laced with metal.
2: Let's knock first. So she's going to go up and she's going to knock and she's like, maintenance.
1: Quiet answers you. We'll do one more knock? He leans in. Bam, 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 bam. You got to knock with a little force. I
2: was knocking with force.
1: Well, this is more force. (sighs) Fine. Once again, quiet answers you.
2: I don't know how to pick a lock.
1: He's like, I do. And he takes his big hand, meaty hand, and he reaches down toward the doorknob. <laughs> Hails yes! Bam! Thirteen dice. He's gonna rip that door off its hinges. One, two, three, four successes, am mm-hmm. I right? Four? Yep. All right, well, he grabs it, begins twisting the knob, and removes the knob. <laughs> and now he's holding the knob. See, that required three successes, but he made four, so he went, overboard. Oh, gosh. Okay, so... Um, shit. Does it open? No. No, it's still locked.
2: Okay. Well, what do we do now?
1: Um... I've
2: got a crowbar. Yeah. And a wrench.
1: We could try that. Okay. If yeah. we make too much noise, I mean, we've already made enough noise as it is. got to keep quiet. Because, I mean, it, sooner or later, people are either going to look out and attention
2: can you just like she's gonna make the motion for like shouldering the door yeah i can i can can do
1: that i can do that
2: like in a gentle way
1: there's there's no gentle way a quiet way i'm i'm almost 500 pounds here it's not going to be quiet (laughs) i'm going to rattle anyone's teeth on the other side all right just stand back and so he gets back a distance and he's going to run toward the door as best as he can okay but unfortunately, his, he's going to come out the door at an angle because the most straightest path is not straight onto the door. I well, actually know he'll stand, stand across yeah. it and swing yeah. right into it. One, five. two, three, four, five. Yeah. Let me check the barrier rating on the door. Okay. And the answer is probably going to be no. I mean, five is a really good number, but it's a metal door and a deadbolt. Yeah, that's a hardwood door. So there's a yeah. The answer is no.
2: Okay.
1: So he slams into it, bounces off a minute. He's rubbing his shoulder. And, uh, that was pretty loud. i really loud. Uh, I
2: told you to do it quietly.
1: I'm trying really hard to be quiet. A no- door opens nearby. An elderly woman sticks her head out. Big glasses, graying hair, bun on the top of her head. Uh little old Asian woman. Okay.
2: All right. Good evening, ma'am.
1: She begins speaking in, uh, Chinese. Okay, go ahead.
2: Do I recognize the dialect? Yeah, it's Mandarin. Okay, I'm going to... Try because I haven't used it in a while, but Uh I'm gonna try to say good evening, ma'am, in uh, in yeah, in Mandarin. In
1: Mandarin. Okay, so you speak Mandarin as well. Yeah. All right. So you.
2: So I mean, like, it's not good Mandarin, but it's passable.
1: All right. So hi, how you doing? And you, you think she sat there and said, "You make lots of noise. Who are you? You're not sure exactly what she said." And then she looks you up and down. You're like, "Hi," and she's like, "I don't know you." She's she's so
2: now she's trying to um act out the very patient um trying to use like her native language to like, you know soothe the situation some. Uh-huh. And uh would be like "Hi, we're we're um the new night crew for the maintenance and we got a call saying that this door was jammed and well we've obviously made it worse and we're trying to fix it."
1: You broke door, she says in, in English. And then she says and says, You look like terrible maintenance people. Why hire a troll to do this stuff? Troll's only good for one thing. Not here. And and she's very rude and very racist toward parents. <laughs> troll go away. I call mate I call I complain to office about new maintenance people. You make too much noise, she says.
2: We're very sorry. Uh, she's going to uh, try to Coax her back in with some negotiation. All right. Con. Would it be a con or, a nego- or negotiation? Con. Okay.
1: You're trying kind to of
2: con her. I'm trying to con her. Good. Yeah. And I get my first impressions. So, so yeah. So she's going to basically try to calm this woman down, put her back inside, let her know that don't we'll be out of here in just a moment. We're just trying to fix this door, and then we'll be on our way. It shouldn't take more than about five minutes. Right?
1: He's on the phone. I Yeah, I know you just got home. I need you to come down here and open a door for me. I know. Hang on. <laughs> He's completely ignoring <laughs> you. He's on the phone right now.
2: We're going to try to get it done quietly so we don't uh disturb any more of your e-
1: of your evening. I am watching Survivor. If you make any more noise, I turn up my volume <laughs> and if old man above me complain, <laughs> you deal with it. Okay. Well, I got three successes. She goes back in. Okay. As you as he she walks in and sh- slams the door shut, you hear a voice above you guys. Keep it down down there. And he he's got his finger in his other ear. Yeah, no, Edgy Edgy, please, just it's a door. I broke it, and you to come down and fix the door. No, don't. Oh, fuck. I I don't have anybody to open doors. Edgy said no.
2: Okay. Um. Edgy said no to a job. Hmm. I am going to try who ascends through the door.
1: Okay. Because
2: <laughs> <laughs> I just remembered I had that.
1: <laughs> All right.
2: Four successes out of six dice.
1: Your limit is going to be either your mental or your social, whichever is the highest.
2: Uh, well, it's going to be fine. Either way, it works. So.
1: Okay. On the other side, you see an apartment. The background is about... a Two, as you can definitely see, uh, some very strange emanations from what seems to be a humanoid-shaped object laying on the ground. You know what live people look like, but you've never sensed a dead person. How
2: you, how fucked up is it? Right it is now? pretty
1: weird looking. I'm totally
2: doing a composure roll.
1: It's like the body is twisting and distorting as you're looking. Oh my god! At oh him. my
2: god! That's so gross.
1: The face melts.
2: Do I get to use my guts in this?
1: Yes. Okay. How many hits did you make?
2: I made four. Okay.
1: One, two, three...
2: I got three successes on no, my guts. No, no, you're not okay. Oh gosh. So, um, I imagine that as I sense, I'm thinking it's like I'm just peeking at first, right? And then yeah. instead, I go f- full blown into it. So I'm like totally immersed into this whole thing. I see this weird, twisted form of decay and death, just like. Spiraling like you know one of those one of the like one of those old school screensavers that just does like whatever it does, bouncing off the screen kind of thing. But like from this body, and the face and, is still
1: there, and the, and, and,
2: it's, and it's probably got like those hollowed out eyes and, that, twisted. That, and the twisted like ah twisted faces of death mask yeah. thing going on. Probably some like other really weird astral creatures are all like swarming around yeah. like.
1: Astral Like, carrying
2: things, like, going after, like, the essence of this dead body. Blah. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna puke. So, I'm probably, like, wobbling and wazzling, like, in my physical body right now. Mm-hmm. And there's a good chance that I might throw up.
1: Okay. Well, he will try to keep you from falling over.
2: So, I'm going to, uh... Try to snap out of it.
1: Okay, you do. Do I? Okay, yeah. I don't know
2: if how how that exactly. works. Yeah, it just it's a command. It's a command. Yeah. I'm like, oh. So I'm coming back, definitely nauseated. Um, I kind of do like the. <laughs>
1: and he's like, "Oh, are you okay? Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa,
2: whoa!" <laughs> just like, just like the dry heave. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh. it's dead. What, Whatever that? is in there is dead. God damn it!
1: We need this door open.
2: Just, so she's gonna, is there a hole, like, where the thing was?
1: Yeah, there's mechanisms in there and stuff.
2: Okay, so she's gonna open up her little... There's also a
1: deadbolt above it, so you got the doorknob he ripped off, and then there's the deadbolt above it, so if the deadbolt's turned, you're gonna have to take that out as well. Okay,
2: well, um, I'm gonna open up my little tool shed, chest and take out my crowbar and my big wrench, and that's what we've got to go with. Okay. Because I don't have a hammer. Why, well, you don't need a hammer to work on a car.
1: Yeah, exactly.
2: So... Um yeah.
1: Uh you don't have the proper tools, so I'll make you lose a dice and you're doing a I'm not doing it. Terrence is doing it. He it's a mechanic roll. He has no mechanic skill. So it's all based upon his in his uh logic.
2: Like we're just basically So he's losing two dice. So he's
1: got three dice to work with. We're
2: hammering in the Oh, there's one. Oh wait. They they, all they piled were all up. piled up. None. None. No glitches though. Okay. He's...
1: Poking the wrench at it, trying to figure
2: like, out what to do. So no, you have to like jam in the crowbar with the you know use it like a hammer and jam in the crowbar and then you know you and rip on it.
1: All right, yeah, he's trying to do that at the same time. All right, I'm, can I? Uh, that's I'm going to use
2: my. That's my leadership. So Go for it. <laughs> six, seven successes. Okay, because I know how to be
0: neat. Nice. That's what you do. You're supposed to know this stuff, Terrence.
1: One, and then two skulls, so, yeah, he got one success. We, um, we get to a point where it's almost time to call. Okay. And as you guys are f***ing with this door, it's not fragging getting anywhere. Terrence leans back, looks at you, you look at him, then you look past him at the window.
2: Okay. What's at the window?
1: Windows are easier to get through than doors. Or <laughs> <laughs> dumb. This isn't something you guys know about B&E. We but... totally, totally
2: are not. <laughs> okay, so yeah, let's do the door. I mean the window.
1: He looks at you, he looks at the window. Son of a bitch. This is maybe, why I...
2: maybe we should have had dinner first.
1: We should have had dinner first. Do you want to just go get dinner and come back to this?
2: You think I can eat now after what I've seen?
1: I know I can.
2: Fine. We'll come back to it.
1: I mean, at this point in time, unless people have actually heard that old woman's got her TV turned up because of all the noise we're making, I don't know. Shit, we need somebody here who can do this. Call, uh, you got you got somebody? I got Edgy. I got I can call some people.
2: I mean, Gears has those little things.
1: Well, can you call him?
2: I guess.
1: What about? uh, Yeah, that. We
2: could throw a plant through the window. Fuck!
1: (laughs) All right, he picks up the potted plant, hurls it through the window, (laughs) smashing it. Using his gigantic arms, he reaches through and flips the lock. Damn! God damn!
2: All right, so I'm gonna we're gonna push the door open now, and that's game. Okay.
1: (laughs) You guys started fucking with the door. I was like, who knows?
2: It's good. We're just trying to be good maintenance people and not create more work for ourselves,
1: right? <laughs> you you became one huge part of the role that wasn't even who you are. <laughs> I mean, that's really becoming part of the character. Yeah. What is my character's motivation here? To fix the door. No, no, it's the, the break and enter.
0: For listening to the Original Box Set Shadowrun podcast. Our runners will pick up where we left off next week. In the meantime, you can connect with us via Facebook or YouTube to check out actual play videos of the original box set playing Shadowrun and other tabletop RPGs. You can also swing by our website at originalboxset.com and check out our gaming calendar, additional information about our games, and images that inspire our worlds and characters. And if you're enjoying our work, Please consider becoming a patron over at patreon.com slash originalboxset so that we can continue to bring you this podcast as well as other great actual plays and entertainment. Today's featured music is titled Epic Song from Alpha Brutal, and trust me, the whole song is pretty epic, so check it out. We'll catch you next week, chummers. And now for all this legal dreck. Original box set is licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial 4.0 International License. You can share us, but please give us credit. The Tops Company Inc. has sole ownership over the names, logo, artwork, marks, photographs, sounds, audio, video, and or any proprietary material used in connection with the game Shadowrun. The Tops Company Inc. has granted permission to original box set, that's us, to use such names, logos, artwork, marks, and or any proprietary materials for promotional and informational purposes on its website, but does not endorse and is not affiliated with original box set in any official capacity whatsoever oh my goodness that's so much okay bye